The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Uh, secret intelligence records obtained exclusively by Global News uh, indicate that Russia is just one of the countries targeting Canadian politicians with cyber attacks. Sam Cooper is an investigative reporter with Global News and took a, a deep dive into this. He joins us now. Hi, Sam. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. So a couple of ministers uh, in your report uh, that you talk about, they were targeted uh, in this, uh, or now Deputy Prime Minister Chrystia Freeland and Defence Minister Harjit uh, Sajjan. Why them? What did you find out? What the records say is it's about their foreign policy and, and their positions, really. So in the case of Minister Freeland, interestingly, as a, a former journalist, she did a lot of digging into some powerful people in Russia, and uh, she ended up uh, supporting laws that are against corruption, sanctions against corrupt uh, leaders, really uh, high-level oligarchical gangster-type figures. And uh, there's powerful people in Russia that did not like that mm. as well, uh, foreign policy in Canada supporting uh, really democracy in Ukraine. And so she was targeted for that, the records say. And uh, what it related to was there was some digging into her family history, it is acknowledged she had a, a grandfather who was related to a newspaper that it was involved in Nazi propaganda. But then a number of reports were put out uh, in 2017 and 2018, which distorted facts and made it look like the whole family was uh, involved in this activity. So really, it's just an effort to uh, embarrass uh, and, and attack her reputation. The same thing with Minister Sajin. Uh, Canada was involved leading a NATO uh, operation in Latvia. When he attended a conference there, uh, he, uh, he, he was hit with racist language mm. in reports. So this is just one of the ways that hostile foreign states are, are seeking to damage our democracy by attacking leaders and it's not just leaders. It, it can go across the board. Sam, I'm always interested, as a, as, a, as a former reporter, the work that goes into putting together a, a report like this. Can you give me an idea of, of the process that it took to uh, compile this report? Sure. Uh, on my end, uh, we, we in journalism knew that there were, you know, publicized reports from Canada's government that it is a concern that our elections can be targeted. We know this is high level now because of the last U.S. presidential election. It was uh, proven that Russia was very successful in sowing discord in, in American society and moving opinion this way and that. So I wanted to look into that. I made efforts well ahead of our own election to dig into, you know, what are the what's being done to combat this? What are the threats? And uh, it, it turns out that the records came back, ironically, after our election. <laughs> but I got the, the broader sense that it's not just about uh, elections. It's about our whole democracy that's being targeted. And it's not just going after leaders. It can be promoting certain leaders, which in, yeah. in some ways was even more interesting and concerning to me. Because what that means is, according to our, our intelligence agencies, there's foreign governments that want to promote their own economic interests and other other aspects in Canada, so they will be promoting their own their own uh, favored. 
candidates. Hmm. You, we we got in a, a little bit more in depth about uh, uh, Deputy Prime Minister Freeland and and, and the background with her, her grandfather and everything came that came out of that. You talked about uh, the Defence Minister Minister Sajjan um, and and some of that uh, subtle and not so subtle racist language that was used about him. Can you go into that a little bit more? That's right. The reports from Eastern Europe that were linked to Russian intelligence, they they simply they they made fun of his appearance. They called they a large swarthy man wearing a big black turban. That's a direct quote from a news report in that area of the world. And uh, not there were there were more subtle, uh, less subtle sort of language. But it, the reports say, or the Canadian reports say, this kind of. Uh, uh, reporting was also amplified in social media in mm. Canada. So the way it works is you you have news that comes out. Is it fake news? Is it not? Uh, it it goes online, and then you have people that are involved in social media that try to amplify it and get really, as I say, uh, a, an echo chamber of of uh, bad information going back and forth. And 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 uh, these reports were shared, retweeted thousands of times, weren't they? They were, and it wasn't just uh, the, the the racially based language. We also found that there were false, true fake news reports emanating from Eastern Europe, uh, falsely claiming that Canadian soldiers yeah. had been uh, botched botching operations or killed running into landmines. And so, what the records uh, of the Canadian government say, it looks like this is an, an obvious attempt. To, to try to sell the population in Ukraine that we shouldn't have Canadian or NATO troops there with false reports. Mm, okay, you talked about you know how it's been distorted, how it's been amplified, uh, how often it's been shared, um, and the goal really to damage reputations and defi- divide the com- uh, divide the divide the country. Do you think it's working? Does it work? That. That is uh, really the key question there. All I can say is that the records that I reviewed said that it was expected to be um, some serious attempts to to interfere with our election. Uh, They say that uh, these articles, these narratives are retweeted, they're shared, they're out there. We don't have the reporting on whether this has uh, affected the specific targets. We know mm-hmm. that both uh, Ministers Freeland and, and Sajan were re-elected, so they have survived that. But what we do know is that it's quantified that these attacks on Canada's democracy through cyber influence are, are rising each year. So we know that intelligence agencies are the most avid users of the Internet, we are told by the experts, and we can only expect this threat to grow. So we've talked a lot about Russia and Russia involvement. What other, what other countries uh, have been involved? What other countries have, have uh, you been able to, to focus in on? I suspect China has come up. Absolutely. The records only point to Russia, but they, uh, in terms of specific case examples, but but they note a small number of uh, foreign nation states that tend to be authoritarian, tend to want to undermine democracy. So I went further. We interviewed experts. Former uh, CSIS head told us, absolutely, you're right. Uh, China, North Korea, Iran would be right at the top of the list there with Russia in terms of foreign states that Mm. really have no... uh, 
no reins put on their intelligence agencies and uh, want to sow discord. Uh, I found a specific example where uh, a University of Toronto student president who is uh, of Tibetan heritage says she believes she was attacked online, seriously attacked, even received death threats by uh, online trolls. And I was told by our, by our expert that does indeed look like a case where the Chinese intelligence agencies could be involved, not attacking a, a top government leader, but a student leader. Were you able to track how far back this has been going on for? Well, we, we are told that uh, since about the records I looked at track from about 2015 to the present day, and, and they say that this activity is scaling up each year. In terms of how long it's been going on, our experts told us, look, first of all, spying is one of the oldest professions <laughs> in the world. Disinformation, as old as the hills. It used to be whisper campaigns. Now it's cyber campaigns. Uh, so all we know is it's, it's uh, an old activity that gets amplified, and there's more power behind it because the Internet is so prevalent in everything we do in our lives now. Have um, the ministers that we've talked about, uh, Chrystia Freeland and Harjit Sajjan, responded to any of this? Have they had any statements on it? No, we did uh, make uh, very repeated efforts to reach them and talk to them about the specific attacks on them. Uh, They did not want to respond specifically. We got a statement back from uh, Minister Sajjan saying essentially that uh, we had a free and fair election uh, in, in other words, indicating that uh, attacks occurred, but uh, they, they didn't sway the result that much one way or the other. That's all I can gather from what we responded. Uh, beyond that, they say Canada is aware of these attacks and, and is responding with a plan. Exactly what that is, we don't know. But I have a feeling that from what I read, that more needs to be done and uh, more needs to be spent because this is very serious. Yeah, that was my next question. You know, they talk about this plan, how what we're going to do next, but we don't know any of the details. And I think a lot of us want to know what those details are, Sam. Absolutely. All I could gain from the the records that were disclosed to me were the experts said, we have got together ahead of this just past election. We're bringing, you know, the the agencies together, but we need to do a lot more. Uh, Our our strategy, our posture needs to be elevated because the enemies are certainly upping their game. So I wish I could say that there's a, you know, a blue panel working on (laughs) plans right now. I don't know that, but I I know that... uh, all, all the information out there is this threat is rising as we speak. Before I let you go, I mean, there are going to be some people out there, as you mentioned, I mean, spying has been has been going on for forever and a day. Um, we know that it's being amplified, uh, of course, with the with the Internet and the, and the web. There are some people going, eh, yeah, whatever. Why why should Canadians care about this? I mean, if, if you were to just give it the one, two, here it is, folks. This is why you need to care about this. This is why you need to be aware that it's going on. This is why you need to double and triple check your source of information. What would you tell them? Well, I would tell them the best example I can give is this. This kind of activity, uh, we are only starting to understand it in Canada because we feel so safe and rather isolated from, from war zones because of where we live. But we don't think very well about places such as Hong Kong where democracy isn't taken for granted. And in fact, it's very much under attack by an authority, well, let's just say by people that don't want uh, democracy to be growing in that area. And I can tell you, I just gave you an example where uh, our rights, to, to run as individuals are being attacked, apparently, in the University of Toronto. That's very close to home. 
Okay. Uh, Sam Cooper, I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. Fascinating stuff. Thank you so much. Great work. Thanks a lot. Sam Cooper is an investigative reporter with with Global News. You can read more about this and you can take uh, take a look at that deep dive that he did. uh, The report is at globalnews.ca.